welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. I recently talked about how in the fourth quarter, I like to optimize my products to be giftable, right? I like to make products that are good enough that somebody who's interested in the niche, in the subject matter of the design would buy it for themselves, but also given that it's the fourth quarter that there's a massive spike and a lot of that spike is people buying gifts for others, I like them to be giftable, them to be fitting a certain subject matter that somebody has interest in, that they're enthusiastic about, that they like to spend their time and attention doing so that people in their inner circle, people around them, their friends and family associate them with those things and would be likely to buy my product and gift it to them. So in this video, I already picked a niche out that we're gonna explore a big niche that always does well in the fourth quarter and it's evergreen year round. Okay, and I'm gonna show you at least 10 different sub-niches of this niche. So let's get to it. So the niche that I chose for this video is music. I talked a lot about how I like to cater to people's interests, things that people get excited about. I feel like music is a passion and there's both musicians that like to produce music and there's, well, what is it? Like there's musicians, there's uh, composers, there's producers, there's people who write the lyrics. Like there's just a whole bunch. It's a wide range, right? There's a lot of sub niches and professions and enthusiasts who just do it as a side hobby. And of course, there's people that just like to listen to music. So I feel like music is just one of these fourth quarter niches that checks every box. Plus it sells year round as an evergreen and sees a reliable uptick. So this is exactly the type of niche that I wanna be in. So in order to start my research process, and I'm by no means an expert in music, I am an expert in t-shirt sales probably. So I come to Podly which is an Amazon database, looking at Amazon merch products, and I type in the word music into the search bar. This is going to filter out products that are not ranked on that search term. This is a great place to start. Now, given that I don't consider myself to be a subject matter expert, and even if you do, there's still like certain styles of t-shirts and also certain specific sub-niches that just do really well that we should be aware of. So, I simply like to just type in the word music or the phrase associated. If it's not music, whatever you're looking up, start there, start at a high level and just scroll and just start taking note of what you're seeing. Are you seeing repeated patterns? Anything like that? We got a couple Dia de los Muertos because that's right around the corner, Uh, but you can probably ignore those. So anyways, there's some interesting ones. Ultimately, what I like to do though is if something piques my interest, I might take a peek at it on Amazon. All right, get a closer look. And then ultimately, I will jump on over to a new tab and perform a keyword search on that sub-niche of the parent niche. So the parent niche being music, I noticed this shirt that says, I may be old, but I got to see all the cool bands. So what I typed in, honestly, was I typed in old bands as my search term. All right, and as you can see here behind me, quite a few search results, also some really impressive BSRs on the high end. Uh, as low as 11,000, you got 18,000, 22,000, 30,000, 48,000. So certainly some shirts making regular evergreen sales, which is a great place to start given that we're still really kind of outside peak uh, demand for products like I already explained um, being given for gifts in gift giving season, okay? 
Uh, so, but I like this as a nice, like, put that on the list. Old bands, old music, right? All of these search terms are separate queries that someone would type into the search bar. They should be treated as such, even though they are within the parent niche of music. Hopefully this makes sense. Like somebody who types in the old bands or old bands t-shirt is not going to be the same person that we're trying to market to on some of the other products we're going to take a look at. So I continued my, you know, continued my search. I scroll, I scroll, you know, I didn't know what the eight, six, seven, five, three Oh nine shirt is. I still don't know. I don't need to know if I want to sell it. I'll sell it as long as it's safe and it's not trademarked and all those things. I'm just giving you an example. I don't need to have some base level expertise to sell these things. Now I noticed quite a few of the like skeleton, uh, you know, the rock hands. So I did a little bit of a deeper dive there. I typed in rock hand and it looks like again, another validated sub niche related to music. <laughs> it looks like there's even a cat with their paws, uh, indexed, but I don't think that's exactly what we're looking for in terms of the, you know, rock hands. Uh, but it looks like if you're going to throw up the, the, what are they, don't they, don't they call it like the devil horns, honestly, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, the devil horns, the rock hands, etc. in the music context, uh, it looks like the skeleton is a pretty, uh, common way of displaying it on a t-shirt, right? So I'm going to note that and put that on my list of music sub niches. I was scrolling and I saw another shirt that said, I can't hear you right here. This one behind my head here. I'm listening to K-pop. Now, I didn't know if K-pop is going to be easily interchanged with country music, rap music, rock music, etc. So I typed in, can't hear you. I'm listening to, and I didn't put the music genre. And here is how I know that, well, it looks like K-pop is really what this specific subgenre is catering to specifically because almost all of them are related to K-pop. I don't actually see a single one that says uh, another music genre. So you could perhaps try to expand this into all of the other genres that I just mentioned, plus many more. You can go to Wikipedia often or ChatGPT and have them write you a list of the different types of music and you know, that works just as well. Honestly, I should do another video on how I use ChatGPT for Halloween and generated Marielle, a bunch of Amazon merch sales. Uh, and I actually did that in my private community first. So if you guys want to see that, now that it's past Halloween, I can show you the results too, because it wasn't just in theory, it actually worked. We actually executed on it. Let me know in the comments, all right? And if, if enough of you guys are interested, I'll show you guys uh, what those shirts were and how we use ChatGPT to get the ideas. Similar to what you would do here, what I would do with this niche behind me. So can't hear you, I'm listening to, I'll add that to my list. I kept looking. There was one shirt that said, I destroy silence. It was this one right here. And I didn't know if this was just a one-off and I wouldn't expect to see other shirts selling in this sub-niche or, you know, talking about other musical instruments either. But, you know, I, I love when you can scale a design out. And what do you know? You've got I destroy silence and you've got the, um, you know, the brass instruments. You've got the, uh, is that like a violin or a cello or something? You've got, <laughs> my musical knowledge is pretty bad outside of listening to music. Uh, drums. All right. So I love this type of a niche where you can expand it in and, and offer it to a wider range of people. So you make one really good template with the text and then you swap in and out various graphics, graphical elements for musical instruments. Yes. Add this to the list. And I might even put a little asterisk next to it, indicating to myself, uh, scale this, scale this design out validated, right? I found another one. It said in my head, I'm playing. Okay. But then Notice I didn't put another word after that in my search terms. I put in my head on playing and I left it blank after that. This way it won't filter specifically only what I put. So if I put guitar, then all the results I'm probably going to see are going to say guitar. 
But how about I don't do that? And let's check out if it's indexing um, other products that are generating sales. Okay, so we do see guitar. We see drums. We see trumpet. We see guitar. We see piano. So you see what I'm saying? Like lots of opportunity. You can scale a lot of these out. So you don't just spend time creating one design as a one-off. You create one really good design and then you just literally scale it out, spend a couple extra minutes or seconds, or if you use automation, spend no extra time uh, entering these other niches, okay? This type of stuff I'd like to talk about in my my courses, honestly, at the end. Uh, I noticed like the old school rock, uh, there was one design specifically that was related to 80s rock, okay? By the way, sometimes you see... Uh, it, like you see products getting indexed in search results that are unrelated to what you typed, like the Bigfoot design right there, unless that is related and it's just over my head. I was born in 89. So I mean, it's not really, I'm not, not that up to date, um, with the eighties, but so what you can do is switch this search modifier from default to in title and then hit search. And when you put in title, it often helps refine the search results to be a lot closer to what you searched for because keep in mind Amazon can index products on search terms that are not contained in that listing like if you're high performing on specific search terms even though those search terms aren't in your listing Amazon will still index you and show you to people because what they care most about is serving relevant results to the customer base so that the customer base is happy and they come back and they convert at a high percentage again which is a big part of what makes Amazon so successful so anyways, so you could sometimes if you switch it to in title, you know, it's going to be more refined in your search results because it forces all of your search results that you see here in this case to contain 80s rock in the actual title. Okay, a couple more. Uh, I noticed a shirt that said support live music. So I typed in live music and this is just another example of a potential sub niche. Uh, this might be another one where I try to experiment with in title. Okay, and see if they have live music in the title. It looks like support live music, hire live musicians. Okay, so in terms of BSRs, and I haven't been talking as much about BSRs, do not forget, guys, when you're evaluating these niches on Amazon, the BSR, the best sellers rank, is telling you how well these products are selling relative to each other. If we just freeze this screen behind us, we only know how well these products are selling relative to each other in this specific sub-niche. But if we look and we see that like the number five bestseller here on support live music has a BSR of 80,000 and then I jump back over here to I may be old but I got to see all the cool bands and I mean honestly the search terms I put here were old bands. The number five bestseller here is 48,000. The lower the number, the lower the BSR, the better. So 48,000 BSR means that overall this sub niche should be priority over the one we were just looking at here support live music. Okay. I like to typically average out like the top 10 shirts, their BSR and use that as my indicator personally. All right. And I had one more here. Um, just also expanding, elaborating. Obviously if we're talking music, we're talking musical instruments. You can just go through and treat each musical instrument that you can go grab from Wikipedia or chat GPT as its own query. So I typed in, in this case, guitar. And now I'm looking at guitar shirts. I can come up here and type in piano. And boom, now I'm looking at piano shirts. You guys get the gist of this. There's so many possibilities. If you sit down, do a little research. I'm not, I'm not trying to talk down to anybody either. I'm just saying like this actually works. This is how it works. And you know the steps. You know the process. Now is crunch time. It's the fourth quarter. This is the time of year where you'll see your, where you're most likely to see instant gratification for the hard work and effort you put in. 
do the research, sell things people are actually buying, okay? I just gave you a great niche to start with. It's not like I'm sharing some million dollar niche with you by saying sell in music, but niche down, use BSR as your indicator to say, oh, this is worth my time, this is not worth my time. Take a hint when it comes to design, look at the best sellers, doesn't mean copy them, but look. And of course, there's plenty of websites if you're not a good designer, like Creative Fabrica, like Vexels, you can use Kittle, they've got elements built in, there's a million ways to get graphics where you don't need to be a designer, okay? You can make it work, and if you really suck at design and you don't wanna use other people's graphics, text-only designs work. Literally, half the designs I sell are text-only, okay? So, no excuses. I want everybody to have a great Q4 of 2023, and again, hopefully, if you're selling in niches like music, you're gonna see some evergreen sales into the following year. That's always great, right? That's what it's all about, making sales year-round, not just... uh the Q4 Sprint. So guys, I hope you enjoyed this video. I'm gonna drop a link to Podly in the description in case you wanna check it out. It is my niche research tool of choice for Amazon Merch. Thank you for watching. Please like, please subscribe, and I'll see you tomorrow with a new video.